thank you everyone. Ugh, I fucked that up already. Um, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to the bloody podcast. My I'm name your host. I'm your host, Lori Rockengip. <laughs> I'm your host too, Maria Felix. That is how I'm going to sound in like probably five more years if I keep smoking. Oh, well, see, at least you have an excuse. I feel like my voice is getting lower. Just, I don't know if it's my weight is like pressure on my vocal cords or something, but I feel like my, my voice is like, I sound more and more like a gay man as time goes on. (laughs) Uh, Our voices get lower as we get older. That's why like young women and teenagers have that like bubblegum pop voice. Yeah. But you don't have it as you get older. No, no. I don't I don't know the science behind it. I just know that that one's a fact. <laughs> yeah, it is a fact. Don't quote us, but it's a fact. <laughs> Speaking of getting uh worse as we get older, I'm gonna be doing a sampler platter of female cult leaders today. Because I wanted to do more of a deep dive, and we will be doing a deep dive uh, into cult female cult leaders. But there were so many female cult leaders that I was like that just were like like crazy. That I was yeah. just like, I just want to get into like the specifics and like talk about it and then go to the next crazy one. And so I want to do that this episode. And then next episode, we'll do more of a deep dive for one of the cult leaders. We might pick we might pick from this list or we might pick somebody completely different. I don't know. Also, when she says next episode, she means an eventual next episode. Yes. Because, yes. <laughs> because often we have so many topics in, in the fire that we we kind of just go with our gut of like which one to complete. Yeah. So yeah. it could be a month from now. I don't know. It could be, yeah. It could be, yeah, it could be two years and I'm like, I did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's just yeah. a part of our personality. Yeah. I'm very much. And also this started off as like, what it started off as like a, a, a totally different topic. And then I was like, I feel like with whenever I do topics, Maria's always like, oh, so are we doing this? And I was like, nope, completely changed. We're now doing yeah. this. <laughs> I watched a whole documentary. Well, t- tough for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know why I say that part. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and watch crime TV anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you weren't already doing it. It's just not the one I wanted to watch. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so the first person we're going to talk about today is Valentine de Andrade. And I'm almost certain I'm pronouncing that name incorrectly. It um, sounds right to me. Is it in Spanish? A Brazilian. Brazilian cult leader. From the small town of Altamara, she founded the Superior Universal Alignment Cult, which, you know, say that five times fast. Superior Universal Alignment Cult? It sounds like it's a, a orthopedic clinic. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's an orthopedic <laughs> clinic that, like, has been translated from a different language. Like, <laughs> uh, she taught her followers that the world was ending and that they wouldn't survive the extraterrestrial invasion and wouldn't be taken away on their ships unless they did what she said. And she was the only one that was receiving messages from aliens in space. Of course. And those messages were telling her that any male born after 1981 was evil and had to be killed. So this led to her cult ultimately torturing raping and mutilating 13 children that she was caught in. Yeah. She was caught in 1993 
1993 because uh, there were police were investigating the disappearance and and then eventually finding bodies of mutilated and medically castrated uh, boys. There were 19 children between 8 and 13, and five bodies had been recovered. One boy named Vanderlei Pinheiro managed to escape from his kidnappers and told police he was raped, tortured, castrated, and mutilated by an underground cult. He also said he witnessed other children being stabbed to death and harvested for their organs, while oh others God. were sold on the black market. Oof. So she was arrested, and she was sent to trial, but she was found not guilty. And she was able managed to move to Argentina, where she continues to pre- preach her beliefs to this day. Holy shit. So she's still at it. She's still at it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why are there so many cults where they attack the children? Can't you just leave them alone? Like, do your weird culty thing. Yeah. Alone. I think it's a thing with, um, with like, um, like, it, it's something about the kids. Like, because kids, I feel like there's like a connection between parent and child. And so I feel like in cults, you want to sever that connection almost immediately. And so in order to do that, you want to sell them like, oh, your child's evil. But what if your pitch is already that when you start? You know, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the ultimate question. Wow. I did have a question. Oh, yes. I want to know why people who join cults are also always so willing to fuck with kids. Like what, you know, why are people so willing to take advantage of poor little children? I think it's one of those things where when you, when you get to that point, it's like you believe everything that's being said. So like, I mean, I know it sounds unbelievable. Like I, I just have to believe that this is what they think, because if not, then it's like, well, then they're just fucking monsters. And then they're, you know, they're just joining cults to kill kids. Yeah, it's just like if you truly believe that this woman is getting messages from an alien race who's coming to save you from destruction and it's like you have to kill these children and castrate them because they're they're evil, you're like, I don't want to do it, but, you know, right. I have to because yeah. Evo is telling me to or whatever the hell the stupid alien's name is going to be. So. Evo. <laughs> or Kyle. Wouldn't it be funny if they, <laughs> this is the alien... Who's going to save us? His name is Kevin. (laughs) It would be great. I would love that. I would love an alien named Kevin. All right. So the next person is Sylvia Mraz Moreno, who was co-leader of the violent cult Love La Santa Muerte. Ooh, oh no. In Nacozari, Sonora, Mexico. She, yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard of this. She had human sacrifices to which she believed to appease the gods. She, the their first victim was a fifty-five-year-old friend of Moreno's, Cleo Talde Romero Pacheco. And then, soon after that, the cult killed two children: a ten-year-old son-in-law of sect member Martin Chaparro. And Sylvia's own ten-year-old grandson, Jesus Octavio Martinez Yanez. Uh. 
they beheaded the two children and buried their bodies outside the city. Police discovered the bodies while investigating an unrelated crime in 2012. And uh, Sylvia said that this was all done in uh, worship and honor of Santa Muerte. And her, uh, all, Sylvia and her cult members were all relatives. So they were all, they all knew each other. Right. And she was sentenced to life in a Mexican prison. So La Santa Muerte is the saint uh, that all the criminal sects, the criminal circles worship, or not all of them, but most of them, like a lot of the, the drug cartels and all that. They actively worship this saint, which Santa Muerte means saint, uh, saint of death. Okay. And so she's the saint. I don't, I don't know too much about like, um, I mean, basically it's like the saint is if you sacrifice things uh, like bodies and, and money and all this stuff to the saint, then it'll protect you. Like all other saints, it'll protect you. But in this case, it'll also bring death to your enemies, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so it's it's a very active. I guess you could call it a cult because a lot of the people claim to be Catholic, but because the saint is I th- recognized, I think within Catholicism, but not worshipped, just is a saint. I'm not exactly sure about that. Actually, that's I'm I'm saying that without confirmation. But a lot of them just claim to be like Catholic or whatever. But it is. It is like a huge, it does have a huge following in Mexico, actually, and in a lot of Latin countries. Yeah. So she's just like one of many priestesses, probably. Oh, okay. You know, it makes sense that the whole family did it because the, the belief is that it'll bring you power and money and all this stuff. I wonder if it brought her power. If she was able to be like, yeah, I got all this money from, you know, it reminds me of um, uh, um, South Park, where mm-hmm. that episode where Butters finds elves are stealing, like, I think it's his underwear or socks. And he follows the elves to this underground lair. And they have this, they have this like board where they have written out, you know, plan for world domination. And it's like step one, steal underwear. Step two, question mark. Step three, (laughs) world domination. It's like, she might, she might have, she probably does have power because a lot of the times it's hard to tell which came first is like the chicken or the egg for drug, drug runners and people associated with drug cartels. Yeah. Did they worship first or were they in, in drug in like, like in, in what do you call it? Were they involved in the drug business already? Yeah. Because they go hand in hand at this point, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. They might be successful. That's true. She probably has a big following in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Definitely. I imagine there's a lot of cults in jail because you kind of have to essentially follow cults, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. You have nothing else to do either. Like, if you want to stay safe, you have to sort of follow somebody for. Yeah. Instead and like, of a. Trust I'm, sure a lot of, I'm sure a lot of those cliques are like, have their own weird dogmas and shit. Yeah. 
So the next person is Tony Sloan. And Tony Sloan was actually known in her cult as Queen Antoinette. Her cult was known as One Mind Ministries. I see you shaking your head. Already, <laughs> already you're, you're, you don't care for this cult. No, no, no. She only had about a dozen or so followers, and they all lived in a home together in Baltimore, Maryland. They didn't really have much buzz on them until about 2007, when 16-month-old Javon Thompson mysteriously died. An investigation revealed that Queen Antoinette, a.k.a. Tony Sloan, ordered everyone in the cult to not feed the child because he refused to say amen. Oh, my God. 16-month-old? 18-month-old. Oh, 16-month-old. Yeah, you're right. 16-month-old. Rhea Ram Kassoon, Javon's mother and a follower, testified in her case of child abuse resulting in death, the death of the child, that Sloan told her that the boy had a spirit of a rebellion. Ram Kassoon believed every word her leader said and went along with the starvation. After he died, Sloan ordered the mother to pray for her son in order to nurture him back to life. Oh my God. She stayed with her son's body for weeks, praying and fasting. And when that didn't work, the group relocated and brought the boy's remains along in a suitcase. Sloan was sentenced to 50 years in prison. What about the mom? What about the stupid mom? I don't know. She, she got an oopsie. She, she got, got a mull- an oopsie. She got a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> my god it's fucked up <laughs> i can't believe that this is all the mom's fault i mean it's her, that lady's fault too but the thing is if you just don't listen to the leader it won't happen no <laughs> yes obviously maria <laughs> thank you you should get into cult therapy you should you're really great at this you know, guys I, if you don't listen then it won't I happen mean, it's like the Simpsons episode. Just don't look. <laughs> this, I just love that, like, the Simpsons have been on long enough to where basically they are, they're going, it's going to, they're going to become a religion. Like, people are yeah, going to like, remember when the, when on this, when the Simpsons did this? Oh, they totally predicted the future. It's like, okay. There is like a whole collection already on Disney Plus of, the Simpsons predict, and it's all the episodes where they predicted stuff that happened later on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I know, I know that I would not be good at like any kind of like therapy when it comes to recovering from something. Even when I watch Hoarders, I get really mad and I start oh. like yelling at the TV, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing with diapers in your house, you dumb bitch?" Hoarders, like, <laughs> Hoarders to me. This is why I know that I can never go into any kind of therapy. Because hoarders to me is like, these people are so patient and so kind. And yes. I would be like, you got five seconds. I'm packing your shit up and I'm throwing everything away. Like, yeah. I'd be like, there's no way I would talk to this one woman was literally going through trash. And the therapist is like, okay, tell me your thought process. And I'd be like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know that's anti-therapy, but it's like, throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Smack her in the face and then throw it away. Make her throw it away. This yeah. is ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we, we were raised very in a very healthy way. Early. Well, you know what? I'm clean. I don't hoard shit. Yeah, exactly. And neither of us have joined a cult so far. 
I would say for me, it's not without tr- lack of trying. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm very susceptible. Cults the- won't take you. They're just like, no, this is dead weight. She's it's- too into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've actually got a cease and desist order, order letter from uh, Scientology to be like, we don't want you. <laughs> I mean, really? No. <laughs> I told. I think I've told the story before, but Amanda Barnes stopped me from going into a a Scientology center because she was like, "You will, you will be indoctrined. Like, right, right. there's no way that you will not come out being like." <laughs> and she and I was like, "I won't. I that won't happen." And in back of my mind, I was like, "Oof, yeah, probably." It may happen. So I mean, she just walks away, or yeah. no, she got no, she got how many? She got years fifty in- years in prison. 50, 50. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. It's not enough, but she'll hopefully be dead. Yeah, I. you know what's funny about this one is it's like, why was it this child that she was so, you know? Like, what was it about this child that she felt like she needed to pick on? It was probably just that day. You know yes. what I mean? Like, she just chose, like, people, people who are awful will just bully a different person per day. Yeah. You know, and in this case, it happened to be a toddler. But you know, still. that's what they say Ellen DeGeneres does. <laughs> she picks a new person each day to be mean to. Oh, yeah, I read yeah. that. <laughs> it's very scary. And she also forced a bunch of group of people to not feed a 16-month-old baby. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay because she gave everybody convertibles, like, right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so our last one is Ellen Grieve. And I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's it's either Grieve or Grevy. It's G-R-E-V-E. G-R-E-V-E. So I think it's either Grieve or Grevy. Do you think it's, do you think it's Spanish? Or Grieve? No, I think she's white. You, I trust think- me. I'll, you know what? I'll read it and you tell me or not whether or not you think she's Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we already had the Mexican one, the cult leader. But I'm just going to say, like, once you read it, you're going to be like, no, this bitch is definitely white. <laughs> AKA, her name was, uh, her, her cult name, her spiritual name is Jasmuhin. She is a new age spiritual leader who gives conferences and seminars about the controversial subject of breather, breatherarianism. A belief rooted in Hinduism, which I would love to see how rooted in Hinduism that is, and believes it's possible for people to live healthy, vibrant lives without food. Totally. (laughs) She claims that she lives on only 300 calories a day and has been for 14 years. This is like that Allison Mack bullshit from Nexium. Yeah. Where all she ate was the vegetable broth. Yeah. She boasts that she's fully healthy. I tried to look it up, but there, just FYI, I did look this up and, and I couldn't find any video on it. She does talk about, there's an Australian 60 Minutes episode where they basically have her prove that she can actually do this. And so they document her everyday life, but they also required her to go to a doctor And so uh, several days into filming, she went to a doctor and the doctor found that her pulse had accelerated, her pupils were dilated, and her speech slowed dramatically. He he basically told the filmmakers, the the Australian 60 Minutes, 
if you continue with this experiment, you could risk this woman going into kidney failure. Oh my so God. So the show decided to call it off. But Jasmine or Ellen Grieve, or Gret Grieve, stated that she felt great during the whole entire filming, that she felt great and that there was nothing wrong with her and blamed the doctor's report on polluted air. <laughs> so she basically never does this. She's lying. No. And she has uh, thousands of followers who buy her books and follow her practices. And there are a handful of people who have reportedly starved to death trying to uh, do breather, breathe or breathe Arianism. Breathe Arianism. Which breathe sounds like air. racist breathing. Yeah, breathe Arianism. Like, <laughs> that's what it breathe, sounds like. You can only breathe in around uh, white, white people. people. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so between yeah. between Jazz Moheen and Queen Antoinette, we got ourselves a couple winners when it comes to the names that they give themselves. Yes, within within their cult. Jasmine, I'm surprised she didn't name herself after all the anorexia nicknames. Oh, you know, like yeah. Anna or I don't know. What's the bulimia one? Susan or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It might be Susan. Who knows? Did you know that? What's her cult called? Breathing Arianism. Did you know that uh, Breathing Arianism founded Anthropology, the store? Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> they also founded Free People, Seven for All Mankind, and they co-founded Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, and they also donated to uh, Everything But Water. <laughs> Did you ever go into that store? Which one? But Water? Everything But Water. Oh, uh, no, I've never gone to that store. I didn't know that was a store. Yeah, it was a store. I used to go in and be like, can I have some water? <laughs> and I would walk out and be like, ah, I'm so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure the lady who worked there was like, I will kill you. <laughs> this is crazy. So just uh, who were her followers? Like, what kind of followers she had because it feels like she just had a bunch of teenage girls on tumblr that were her followers who were trying not to eat yeah did she spell arian like the word arian it's breathe a r i a n i s m breathe arianism you could probably get away with not eating a lot every day i don't know about 300 calories but if you don't do anything, which it feels like this lady didn't have to do anything ever. So if you're just no. laying there all day and you don't do anything and you barely talk and you just like breathe shallowly, sure. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, if you look at her, she's like skin and bone. This lady definitely never moves. She is skin. And she's like, oh, she looks like every 80s lady lead in movies. I feel like they should have just let her. They should let her keep going until she just dies from starvation. <laughs> yes. Way back in 1999, she was called a sham by the yeah. Independent. So a 53-year-old Melbourne resident, Lonnie 
Marsha Rosalind Morris died in 1999 while attempting the breatharian diet. Jim Vandam Pesnack, 63, and his wife Eugenia, 60, were jailed for for six years and two years, respectively, on charges of manslaughter. For charges of manslaughter in their involvement of in their death of Morris, Pesnack had delayed seeking medical attention, and because I guess they were both uh, proponents of Jasmuheen. I think that this is the dumbest cult of all. It is because you don't get to eat at all. No, you're just breathing in air, and it's like one of those things where it's like what? At least the other cults, you know, they offer Kool Aid. That's delicious. That's yeah, and, and there's like family meals, and at the least there's like you know, noodles with vegetable broth. This one's nothing. This one is fruit tea. Well, this one I feel like is the one that your your teachings work for, which is like if you don't do it, <laughs> then it doesn't happen. Where this one is like nothing. They're not saying that you know anything important's going to happen. They're just saying that you shouldn't eat food. And these people are dying. It's 2017. Only three years ago. 22-year-old German citizen Finn Bogumil died on the Caribbean island of Dominica for doing the diet. This is definitely something, breathinarianism is definitely something that you hear about in high school and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm a breathinarian, so you don't have to eat, you know, if you're that kind of kid. Yeah. Which I wasn't. I was eating very... Very, very much more than I needed to. <laughs> yeah, me too. My mom but, would probably have been one of these people. She would have been like, I'm a Brianarian. My mom's always like, we don't need as much food as people say we do. And I was like, no, we do. We need your food, mom. Skinny? My mom's skinny, but she's just so frail because she doesn't eat. Because yeah. she just is like, she like, she'll eat like not, she, like, she loves like nachos. So she'll eat like nachos and then, which is just, but it's not even nachos. It's just like cheese and chips. It's not even like there's nothing else on it. <laughs> so she just eats nachos and then she's like, oh, I don't have to, I feel like I can't eat for three days. And I was like, well, please do. So she eats like badly nutrition. Yeah. She's <laughs> Bad like, nutrition food. She's bad food, sparsely, and then barely drinks water. And then she's <laughs> always like, I don't know why I have high blood pressure. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> read a pamphlet just one pamphlet there's so many of them at the doctor's office (laughs) that's definitely what these people did i would just love to see how cranky these meetings were oh they were so cranky (laughs) like the movement of and the spirit of god is within us she's like shut up (laughs) fucking shelly shut your fucking mouth that's Star. Star's big thing is always, are you hungry? Whenever I get pissy. <laughs> are you hungry? Do you need food? I'm like, maybe. I don't know. If somebody tries to eat like a saltine cracker in the meeting. Oh. <laughs> Everybody just stares at them. Yeah. I'm sure they try to throw them out, but they're all too weak and frail to do anything. <laughs> they're that, just like, get out. I one time was doing a fast. And I, uh, I was doing that like, um, like cayenne pepper fast where you do like syrup and yeah. And I had gone a whole day and then I was like, I was so out of it. I was like in a, like, I literally could not think straight. And the next day 
I realized that I had to help a friend friend of mine move. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to help them move. And so I immediately just like, was like, <laughs> all right, well, I better start eating. <laughs> so just... <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. That's the only way to get through it. You have to eat. You have to yeah. replenish your energy. <laughs> oh, man. I did that. I did that same thing, I think, in college for a couple of days. And I was really eager to get to the point where because people would say like, oh, yeah, this like bright blue stuff comes out of you eventually if it was with all the cleansing. Oh, and I was like, really? So I was really intrigued and I wanted it to happen. But I only made it like a day and a half because yeah. it's only because the lemonade got so gross. The taste of the cayenne pepper mixed with the lemonade got so exhausting. And then I, I literally, within that one day, I don't think I held it down at all. I think I threw it up every single time I drank it. Oh, no. Like, it was so, so gross. Oh, no. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember, but they had like a, they used to, what was really big for what I really always wanted to try was this cleanse that was supposedly supposed to help. Like the big thing was like you, every, everybody poops wrong. So they have poops like left in their intestines. So uh -huh. there was like this cleanse that was going to help you like essentially poop out everything. And then so you would just like look at photos of people who like had like found like tapeworms or like uh. old dried poop in their bodies. And they're like, that's been there for 10 years. And it's like at the time, which I hate to say was like, you know, not even like 10 years ago. At the time, I was like, that's crazy. But now that I think about it, I was like, how do they know it was in there for 10 years? What do they, how do they test that? What do they do to see yeah. that that poop was there for 10 years? There's little rings around the poop, like on the trees. You just way. cut it. You just... <laughs> I was thinking you cut it open and then Elf goes, I've been in here for 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, Cash really wants to go try, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's basically that. It's a poop cleanse. It's supposed to clean you out. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's not a colonoscopy, right? It's a colonic. Is it a colonic? Colonic. Yeah, colonic. That's what it is. So he, That's what the he celebrities really do. Yeah, I want to try it too, but I'm also afraid because I feel like I definitely will have, like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> I'm afraid that they're going to find something in me that I don't want to find. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm always afraid. But then I'm also, like, kind of excited because it was like, you know, I know it sounds terrible, but it's like, what happens if I'm like not really fat? I just have like a giant tapeworm in my body. And oh, just... that's the dream. That's I think yeah. about that all the time. Like, I'm like, what if it's just a huge parasite? Yeah. <laughs> or like a bug that's been stinging me from the inside. So I just have an allergic <laughs> reaction. So I'm actually not fat. I'm just having allergic reactions all the time. And my diet's actually pretty good and I don't need to work out or exercise. I think about that a lot as I'm eating Oreo cookies. <laughs> no, I want to get a colonic too. I just want to watch the tube. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I get weird about that kind of stuff. Also, I don't like the fact that there's a per another person in the room. I know that there needs to be, but I just like the small talk and stuff. I'm just like, ah, I don't want to They're talk They're watching to you. you take the longest poop of your life. Yeah. And they're like <laughs> checking it. They have to like intently watch you. Yes. So. It's real sexy. And that's cult talk. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That was, that's a little segment we do in between called Poop Talk with Lori and Maria. Um, so I, uh, I just wanted to say before we wrap up, we, um, 
the comedy community lost a really uh, great person this week. Tilt Tree passed away. And um, so I just want to say that I'm so sorry to his family and friends. And um, if you guys are feeling, um, you know, unhealthy or if you feel like, you know, stuck, just, um, you know, try one thing. Try one thing to do something different and reach out to people. You know, I, I, I surprisingly, which I think is weird, was thinking about him this week before I found out that he passed away. And I was like, I should reach out to him. And then I just forgot. And oh. um, and so, uh, you know, I just think that, you know, if, if we all reach out to each other, that at least make things a little a little easier during these crazy times. Yes, definitely. Reach out to your friends and tell them you love them. And yeah. Try to meet up for a walk or something if you can. Yeah. Or a colonic, you know? Oh, yeah. That's nice. Did you ever hear that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did colonics together? Uh, that sounds like their thing. They probably yeah. like drank coffee as they did it to get more at, like more going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did bro colonics or I forgot what it's called, like buddy colonics or something. Buddy Onyx, or I don't know what the stupid name is. I got to look up. How are you laying when it happens? You know, let's talk about it off. <laughs> off <line. laughs> Thank you, everybody. Follow us on at Bloody Podcast uh, on our social media. Uh, check out the Patreon if you can. And uh, we have a show coming up this Friday, a live stream show with the Pride 48 Festival. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, 11 p.m. East. Eastern time. So it's live. Guest is TBD, but we just did a live show for the Pack Theater on their yeah. live stream, and it was a lot of fun. It, uh, if you want to check that out, that's on Twitch. Uh, it should be up on their uh, archive videos. And that was fun. That was with Crystal Adams. And uh, it's, a, it's a new format, but I think that it really worked out. We got a lot of info for you in there and a lot of jokes. Yeah. A lot of poop talk per use. So. <laughs> not as much as this one. Not as no, much as no, today. no. This is this one is a good one. This is a good poop day. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And uh, if you can, please rate, subscribe. I'm gonna rename my toilet Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh-huh.